Good morning. Welcome here. I'm so glad you guys are here. Really, I am. I'm actually really glad you guys are here. It's so good to be together. Um, Christmas is coming, is it not? And we all love to give and receive gifts at Christmas, right? If I'm being honest, everybody, we love to give and receive gifts, yeah? Come on, people, put your hands up, I know you. You know to give and receive gifts. We get so excited about it. Kids get so excited about it. It's kind of like this, like, it's like this little magical kind of thing that you feel that there is um, because of the excitement and just the joy. And so have you ever like really wanted something like really bad and just been like, oh, I hope I get this for Christmas? Like for me, when I was a kid, it was like a Lego castle and it was like, oh, I really, really, really want to get it for Christmas. So you're waiting and you're waiting and it like, Christmas seems like it's taking forever. I mean, that's how my daughter would say it. It's taking ages. Yeah, I think she gets it from Bluey, but whatever. Uh, it just feels like it's taking so long for it to come. And then you get to Christmas morning, you open your present and maybe you didn't get what you were really hoping for. <sighs> maybe. As an adult, I mean, honestly, we probably just go and buy what we were really hoping for. We didn't get anyways on Boxing Day sales. But as a kid, you don't necessarily have the financial means to do that. So you're like, well, maybe I'll get it next year. And so then you wait till next year. And then you wait till the next year. And you wait till the next year. And that's a long time to wait for a kid, let me tell you that. What's the longest you've ever had to wait for something that you really wanted? Is it like a couple days? A couple hours? A couple weeks? I mean... I just, I just bought something yesterday on Amazon, and it was like, it'll take two weeks to get here. And I was like, two weeks? What happened to this next day or two-day thing? Whatever. Um, bless them and all their Christmas fun stuff. Um, but what's the longest it's taken? Maybe for some of you, you've felt like you've had to wait for years for something that you just really wanted and really desired. Maybe for some of you, it's felt like your whole lifetime. I think we all can relate to having to wait for something that we've wanted. I don't think there's anybody that hasn't had to experience that in their life. But I don't think any of us can say that we've had to wait 400 years, like the nation of Israel. So, we are starting our Advent series this week um, on the good gifts that Jesus brings. Now, I don't think any of us would argue that Jesus himself is the best gift that God ever could have given to us. But here's the really cool thing, is that Jesus is the best gift, but Jesus also gives the best gifts. So I have a gift over here. I just have to, have to go get it. I don't know where the camera guys are. Sorry, walk slower. Oh, it was all good. So I have a gift here. It's from Jesus, and it's for you. And I'm gonna open it. You guys ready for this? Sorry if you guys can't see over there. I'll hold it up really high, okay? Ready? I'm ripping the paper off. Ooh, oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's a key. It's a really big key. Now, I'll, I'll explain this in a second. The nation of Israel had been waiting for 400 years for the Messiah, for Jesus to come. And to come and do what? To come and bring them freedom. And that's what this key represents for us this morning, is freedom. The gift of freedom that Jesus brings and gives to us. I guess I'm just gonna hold this. I'll put it in my pocket, maybe. 
So the nation of Israel had been yearning, longing, hoping for. The prophets had prophesied that the Messiah would come, and now it's been like 400 years. That's generations of people that have grown up with just this like, we want this to happen. We want this to happen. It's actually 20-ish generations of people that had this desire. I mean, I think that's why we sing those songs, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and Come, O Long-Expected Jesus, because it helps us get into the shoes of the nation of Israel, being like, oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. We've been waiting. We want you to come. We're longing for you to come. And I mean, it also is where we are at now as well, that we are longing and waiting for the day where Jesus returns, right? So they had been waiting. They'd been longing for Jesus to come and bring them freedom. And now the freedom that most of them, not all of them, because there are some really awesome people that just got it, like the Spirit just gave them the insight to understand what Jesus was going to do and what that actually meant. But for the most part, a lot of them thought that that freedom was going to be freedom from the Romans, from their oppression. Um, but Jesus came, and his plan was bigger and better. And it wasn't for just the nation of Israel. It was actually for the whole entire world. So today, we're going to look at how Jesus gives us the good gift of freedom, and I think I'm going to stick this here as part of our Advent. Anyways, so Jesus, in the very beginning of his ministry, he actually declares publicly why he is here and what he wants to do. And we read a beautiful um, passage this morning, Isaiah 61, for our Advent reading. So I'll just read the part. I mean, this is what Jesus declares he says this, Isaiah 61, this verse, starting verse one, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. It sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to, pro- to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Freedom for the captives and for the prisoners. And so to understand this freedom and what that means, we need to understand like, why they were in prison in the first place. And so I think scripture paints a good picture of this in Galatians 3, verses 22. It says this, the scripture declares that the whole world is a prisoner of sin. And John 8, 38, very truly I tell you that anyone who sins is a slave to sin. So all sin, Scripture is telling us, is, is bondage, it's chains, it's pain, it's, it's ultimately death. And we are prisoners and captives of sin, slaves to sin is what it says. So without Jesus in your life, sin is the master over you. I mean, can you guys, can we not see that in our world? I mean, maybe you can see that in your own life. So the whole world is a prisoner to sin. I mean, this really sums up who needs this freedom that Jesus is bringing and has brought. It's everyone. It's all of us. It's me. It's you. It's your neighbor, your kids, your parents. There's no one exempt who need this gift of freedom that Jesus gives. And so Jesus, he says here, has come to set us free from sin. And that is the good news of great joy that the angel proclaims, is it not? Good news of great joy that will be for all people. 
Your liberator is here. Your freedom is here. You are free. The cage door has been unlocked, and you're free to go. That is what Jesus came to do and does in our lives. This is what it says in Acts 13, verses 38, 39. Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. And through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin. Everyone who believes is set free from sin. Do you believe? You are set free. Romans 6, 22. But now that you have been set free from sin, you have now become slaves of God. In Romans 8, 1, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ, for the law of spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. We are set free. You are set free from sin. And not just sin, but all the stuff that goes with it. The shame, the guilt, the regrets, the condemnation. We're free from that. We're free from the ultimate penalty of eternal death. We have been set free from Christ. Do you want that freedom? Do you have that freedom? Maybe, maybe some of you, like me, don't always feel like we're free. Like if I asked you like one word to describe your life in Christ, what would we say? I mean, probably a lot of us would say like Jesus. I mean, that's, that's the right answer. But like, would we say we're free? Because that's what Jesus came to do. So that we could be free. Now, there's, there's this thing um, where I think we sometimes are a little bit behind what the reality is. So like in heaven, in the heavenly realms, 100% free. And I think it takes some time for our earthly condition to get the memo and catch up to that. And so if you're not feeling that you're walking in freedom in your life, this is a journey that Jesus wants to take you on. The more you walk with him, the closer you get to him, the more freedom you will experience. That's the truth. That's the story of my life. There was a time in my life where I didn't even know if freedom was possible. I was like, is this even possible? And then as I walk with Jesus, there's one degree of freedom, another degree of freedom, another degree of freedom, another degree of freedom. <laughs> there's always more. There is always more freedom for you to experience in your life. There's always more grace. There's always more love of Jesus for you to experience in your life. I mean, that's the beautiful thing. It's like we'll spend eternity walking deeper and deeper into that love and that grace and that freedom. That's this amazing gift that Jesus has given us. But how is this, how is this possible? How does this work? How do we as humans Get this freedom. We're sinful and we're broken. Well, I mean, here's the kicker is you can't do it. 
Jesus did. Jesus did it. I think often we sometimes don't feel like we're living free because we're trying to attain that freedom on our own. And, and we can't do it. Like, there's, there's this, there's a youth speaker, I can't remember his name, heard him years and years and years ago, and he said, if you take Christ out of Christian, you're left with Ian, and he can't help you. <laughs> and I think that's what we do. Is we're like, okay, Jesus, thanks, now I got this. It's like, no. Like, we need Jesus. We need the power of his Holy Spirit in our lives. I think that's why we've spent, it's part of why, we've spent the last five weeks talking about the Holy Spirit and his empowering work in our lives and the fruit that he brings because we need the Holy Spirit. In 2 Corinthians 3, it says this, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where is the Spirit of the Lord in your life? Where are the areas of your life you know that he's touched? And can you see the freedom that he brings in those places? So it's like this. The more we invite him in to more and more areas of our lives and we give him control, the more freedom we'll experience. So like, my like semi-logical brain was like trying to figure out all the legality of, of this and, and how this all works. So this is kind of what I was thinking. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. I don't know if I've ever thought of it in this way before. So Jesus Christ lived perfectly on this earth he was crucified, he was put in a tomb, and on the third day he was raised to life, all by the power of the Holy Spirit, as we looked at um, a few weeks ago. And so now Jesus has given the Holy Spirit to his people, to you and to me. So we share in his death and resurrection, just as the Holy Spirit shared and empowered his death and resurrection because we share the Holy Spirit. We are clothed in the Holy Spirit, in Christ's righteousness, as Scripture says. So if, if that is part of us, we've also been crucified with Christ, right? And so, crucified with him, laid in the tomb, and raised to life. So we have died to all of our sin. We have shared in his death and resurrection, and now we've been raised to life free because it's been paid for in Christ. And so this is why that Jesus can say to us who the Son sets free, who he, Jesus, sets free, is free indeed. He's like, I know because I did it. <laughs> if I say that I'm saying you're free, you're free because it's my freedom that I'm giving to you. Jesus says, I've bought your freedom. I've been raised to life and so have you. You are covered. That's why there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Did you get that? For those who are in Christ Jesus, we are hidden in him. For those who are in him, there is no condemnation because there's no condemnation that could come against Christ. Like that would be insane. 
for someone to feel like, hey, Jesus, you know, you didn't quite finish it. You got to stay in the grave a few more days. What? No, his work was complete and final. He paid the price. It's done. He said it on the cross. It is finished. And so what he offers you is freedom, true freedom, no strings attached. It's, it's freedom. I know we might have a hard time believing that, but that's the reality of it, is that we have been set free because of Jesus. Man, can you see how good of a gift that is? Like, that's incredible. So we are set free. The cage has been opened, and we are free to what? Well, we are set free from sin, but we're also set free to something else. We're not just set free and then go back in the cage. No, there's, there's more to this. This is what Paul says. Um, oh, I totally missed a page. We are set free from sin to Romans 6, 18. Having been set free from sin, you have become slaves of righteousness. So we are set free from sin to righteousness, to living rightly. So all the good things, purity, holiness, integrity, honesty, trustworthiness. I mean, all the fruits of the Spirit that we looked at a couple weeks ago. We are free to be filled with those beyond measure. And you know what? I love what it says at at the end of that passage about the fruit of the Spirit. It says, against such things, there's no law. There's no law about being too kind or too patient. Could you imagine that? Like, officer's like, excuse me, ma'am, you uh, didn't freak out for the last two hours in that traffic jam, so I'm going to have to give you a ticket. It's like, that's absurd. There's no law against being too patient or too kind, any of those things. We are free to be filled completely, to overflowing to even greater measure than we could imagine. There's no limit. There's no restriction on those good things. That's freedom. You know, freedom is not doing whatever we want, whenever we want, however we want, as a lot of people would probably explain it or view it. I mean, I think that's how I used to view it. Freedom is actually being able to be who we were created to be, who God made us to be, to fulfill our purpose and our potential. So you, were, you and I were created in the image of God, and he is the one who all good gifts flow from. And we were created to be like that, to be full of goodness and light and the good gifts that he gives and to be completely free in all of those areas because there's no law against them. There's no limit against them. It's like this. It's like a bird in a cage sitting on a little bar and newspapers. (laughs) It, It can't fulfill what it was designed for to fly and to soar until you open that cage and let it go and then it can fulfill the purpose for which God created it. 
to fly and to soar and to just experience the goodness of God. It wasn't designed to be a fish. You don't see birds just living in holes in the ground and burrowing. No, because that's not what they were designed for. Same as us. We were made for a purpose. We were made by Jesus, for Jesus. This is what it says in Colossians chapter one. All things, all things, I mean, I think that covers everything. In heaven and on earth were created by him. All things, whether they're visible or invisible, whether thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers, all things were created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and all things are held together in him, who is Jesus. So we were created by Jesus. We were created for Jesus, and Jesus holds our very being together. Let us live who we were made to be, to be like Jesus, to be free to be like Jesus to fulfill our purpose. Because we were not designed for sin, lust and depravity, sexual immorality, greed, hatred, anger. No, those are the cage and chains. We were made to be free. So Paul says in Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom that you've been set free. It's so that you can be set free and live free. I love this quote from John Piper, who I think sums up a lot of my thoughts a little bit more succinctly than I can. He says it like this, freedom is being so in love with Christ that you do exactly what you want to and it accords with his will. Freedom is doing what you want and not regretting it a thousand years later. Freedom is seeing and savoring the supremacy of Christ so intently that you are totally his. The more satisfied you are in Jesus, the more free you are. The more you see him, the more free you are. The more you savor him, the more free you are. And the more you trust him, the more free you are. I want us to take, take a moment to think about the gift of freedom that Christ has given you. Because it is a gift, and he offers it freely. Think about the gift of freedom that Christ has given you. Can you see areas in your life like I can, where I'm like, oh, that is only because of Jesus that I see freedom here. And praise him and thank him for that freedom. And if maybe there's an area in your life where you don't feel free, surrender that to Jesus. Because only he is the one who can bring freedom and true freedom, true lasting freedom. Let's just take a moment.
Oh, Jesus. What can we do but just say thank you and give you the glory and you the honor and you the praise for this beautiful gift that you have brought and you have given to us that you accomplished in your work on the cross and your resurrection, Lord. Oh, we thank you so much. God, and we thank you that there is more. There is more that you have for us to walk into. More of your goodness, more of your grace, more of your freedom. So that we may walk as children of light in this dark world. May you bless your children, Lord, with your freedom that they would know and experience the freedom that only you can give. In the name of Jesus, amen.